Our guest today joined Wattpad back in July 2010. His book on Wattpad, Merlin's Gold, reached 1.5 million reads. He volunteered on the ambassador team and then joined Wattpad as a member of staff in November 2012. He worked as a content specialist and eventually became the ambassador program manager. The ambassador program has since flourished under his leadership. And I can say this honestly, everyone at Wattpad HQ has such a wonderful and deep appreciation for the really amazing work that the ambassadors do. They do so much for Wattpad and we are so appreciative of, of everything. And a lot of that is because of this man right here, leading them and helping them and growing them. Our guest today is none other than Gavin Wilson. Gavin, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. And um, that was a, a lovely endorsement of the ambassadors, and I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good to have you on, Gavin. Obviously, um, we always get excited when uh, Gavin Wilson comes to Wattpad HQ. Uh, the reason for that is because I think it's a little bit of bribery with the chocolate. With the, with the chocolate. Um, but it's also because as someone that is one of our distributed employees i think is the correct term now or remote employees I, is what we I, used to I think say. that's the uh, the correct terminology now yeah we've we've been rechristened from remotees i think was the original one but that's fine uh, and it's because you you kind of um i think you still get a sense of the what had magic when you come in you know you you come in and and it seems like to me you you bring all this energy and you come in fired up and inspired and I always like, I always, always enjoy um, having you in because I feel like the, that the same way. When I've been away from Wattpad for a while, if I've been working in the UK or even on long vacation, I come back and you still get that that kind of tingling magic of being in the office in the space. Yeah, um, absolutely. But unfortunately, because uh, of recent travel issues with the coronavirus, uh, everyone is going to be staying at home for the next little while. So we were due to do this in person, um, but we have all the technology and we are doing it uh, remote, this interview remote as well. Yeah, that's OK. I've got coffee. I'm sure you have as well. So, uh, but um, yeah, we're, we're good. We'll, we'll manage. So we'll manage. So, Gavin, I want to kind of do two parts of this interview. One, I really want to talk to you about how you found writing. And the second one, I kind of want to talk to you about how you were started working at Wattpad because you and I both did quite a big career pivot and I think there's something really interesting in that too but let's get on to the creative yeah, side first. Um, I've been very lucky to uh, land where I am um, and I like you say every time I come to the office it kind of recharges me I love it and walking through the front doors even now is it's special and I I can't get over how special it is and it, it's just brilliant walking those stairs the first morning when I'm out there it's just great so Gavin before before you started working at Wattpad um mm -hmm. let's let's dive into that because you went to university for engineering geology and geotechnical engineering right I did yes although it seems a lifetime ago these days but uh, I originally studied my degree in Portsmouth on the south coast of uh, England and I, I, it took a little bit longer than I should have done to complete it. Perhaps I was never the best student on the planet, but I got there eventually. And then I, um, I spent a couple of years dressed in a boiler suit, covered in mud, um, digging holes, um, which was quite fun. And then um, after that, I moved. Oh, 
something making a noise to him. And then after that, I moved on to um, consultancy and I became a consulting engineer and based in the southwest and spent many happy days wandering around fields or hanging off cliffs or looking at flood defences. And um, yeah, we did some interesting work, but um, I don't think it ever really gave me the same excitement as what I do now. Mm -hmm. So on that point, so you were working, you had a pretty technical job um as well as being out in the countryside which actually doesn't sound too too bad although england uh, for anyone who's not been there that's listening i mean we have sort of we have we have a summer months but i mean it often just still will continue to rain throughout the whole summer um so it, the wellington boots are necessary i imagine um regardless of when it is but so you were writing as well talk to me about your creative background how did how did the writing get going um that was a bit of a weird one really i mean i never i never really wrote much at all i mean i i tried a bit when i was a kid i used to do a bit of bad poetry and i think only my nan really thought i was any good um but, uh, and um then got in and i i think i sat down once and started writing a story got about two pages in and thought no i'm really bad at this and gave up but then um i i started writing a, an office magazine uh, for the company I worked at. And it, it started off initially as kind of births, deaths, marriages, places to eat, that sort of stuff. And then given my slightly warped sense of um, humour and self, it turned into a very satirical kind of underground dark piece of literature that by the time we finished it, after about 50 odd episodes, uh, we had um, stories about um, a silent floor in a building where um, covert operations are cast. We'd, I think, we'd managed to um, re-support re Mount Rushmore using uh, giant bras, uh, all sorts of stupid stuff. And I think we'd melted the library opposite the office as well by some sort of weird um, science fiction type method. So yeah, uh, that's where it started. And then one of my colleagues. We went out for a, a drink one day, I think, and he told me I was wasting my time and told me to write stories instead. So I did. So how did you, um, after that point, did you start writing these stories just by yourself? Is this just uh, Gavin at home with a pen and paper or laptop? Yeah, I, I, I jotted down a few ideas because he told me to, and I sent him one and said, well, what do you reckon? And he said, for God's sake, man, just get on with it. So I did. And... Um, he he was a cracking lad, actually still is. He's got his own film company now. He was th there's a, a kind of an undercurrent of creativity in engineers. People always think we just crunch numbers, but many engineers have this opposite side to them. Um, uh, like I said, I mean, this chap made his own films. He won awards. He was very good. Uh, there were drummers, musicians. Uh, one of my colleagues, Chris, used to in the middle of the building site, he'd stand there with an easel and paint pictures. I mean, that. They're an interesting bunch, engineers, and I, yeah, I always felt that there was something missing from from me personally. And so, when uh, when Toby told me to write stories, I suddenly felt this thing kind of unlock, and I started writing short stories. And the first one I wrote, uh, "Gift in the Dark," which is on on Wattpad, I sent into um, a little horror site, which I think has long since disappeared as a competition and they used to run monthly competitions and I, I won, which astounded me. I, I think I won a hundred pounds, which was rather nice. And um, I then kind of got the bug and carried on. And I started looking for other contests. And one of the contests I found was the Watty Awards back in 2010. And the rest, as they say, is history. 
Wow, I see. This is all makes sense. I love that you immediately started out your writing career pretty much as a semi-professional, just winning what, just going straight and winning prizes. You know, I haven't won much since. <laughs> it's just uh, that one story did really well, but it's uh, it it um it actually picked me up a um. Uh, have you heard of the writers of future? I, I haven't, but this sounds interesting. Tell me more. It was um, it's where a lot of kind of writers started out by submitting stories. I think Neil Gaiman started on there, and I got a um, I got a highly commended certificate from them for one of my for, for again for a gift in the dark, and um, which one day when I've managed to get my office in some semblance of order, I'll frame and stick up on the wall. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, if you get that, that that to me was my justification for myself writing. That that meant something really big. And um, yes, it's then I've kind of carried on, really. And just... I think it's so it, this is a theme that we hear over and over again, um, is that writers often just need that little bit of external recognition or encouragement um, and it means so much to them. Um, we've had writer, we have writers that have gone on to be longlisted in in the Watties. That that has given them the motivation they, that they needed to just continue writing, and then their next book ends up being the one that, that makes it big. Um, I, I think I think there's something in that. Just getting a little bit of external um, validation. Uh, it, I think it's so it's so so important because I, I think writing is such a mental game uh, and it's sort of like you the story you want to tell versus your doubts and your doubts are big and, and they're looming and you need kind of more stuff on your side you need to to have something to rest on and be like no 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 I need to trust this process um so that's really that's really that's a really interesting start and so you you typed in a writing contest the Watties showed up thanks to our friend Google, and, <laughs> yep. and and so then you started clicking around. What was your first impressions? Um, I, I found it was interesting. I mean, I think um, maybe very much like yourself, I, I kind of gravitated towards the forums and started talking to people in there and just kind of yeah, making a few friends and seeing what was going on and and. I think one of the one of the earliest friends I made on there was a, a lad called Dan, um, who is now head of engagement in the Ambassadors, um, which is great. Uh, so he's been he's one of the first people I think I started talking to on Wattpad, and and he hadn't been on much longer than I had at that point. Um, so yeah, I found a few other people like Dan who wrote science fiction and a bit of fantasy, and I was writing kind of sci-fi fantasy, bit of historical fiction, and some sort of slightly odd kind of dark fantasy i suppose it would be called and you find people who write similar stuff to you and you just start talking and you pick each other's brains and you swap ideas and you help each other and i think that's to me is very much the what sets Wattpad apart is this sense of community in that you know you talk to each other and you help each other and i know i know you've had a similar kind of uh, experience as well in that you've made some great friends on there and and that stays with you and that support you get particularly at the start when you're just starting is really important i mean i i went to science i finished my english education at 16. um so when i started writing stories my abuse of the oxford column was almost legend but <laughs> now you know i can write i know i can write 
finding the time is interesting perhaps but i know i can write and and i think yeah you've raised some amazing points um you're you're casting my mind back now to to when i first joined wattpad um and it it is interesting the people you meet uh the, the people that you meet just make such a, a huge impact on on your writing life. Um, and actually, funny story, when I created my uh, profile, I quickly uploaded my whole book into a single chapter um, and not my, <laughs> and, and walked away into the sunset expecting to come back three yep. months three months later and probably be famous or hoping so. Um, but I, I did come back and I had nothing apart from one comment on my wall, which was from the orangutan which is it really yes it was (laughs) oh Uh, fantastic (laughs) and and, uh, and we're we're almost at the point where our our stories converge so you at this point you're writing um you've made some friends on Wattpad you're like wow this is a cool community um and then you decided to join the ambassadors how did that come about um that was actually down to um uh, Eva uh the the CEO's wife, who at the time was head of community, uh, she she was trying to work out how best to get the community kind of acting in a positive manner and supporting each other. And so the ambassadors were very much her idea. You know, that's where they came from. She started all that. At the time, they were called volunteers. And she actually sent me a note and said, look, we've got this going. Do you want to join? Um, and I said, no, uh, <laughs> to my <laughs> eternal shame. Um, but a little while later, I thought it over and thought, you know what? Why not? So I sent her a note and said, look, I'm sorry I said no. I should, I should, you know, I acted too quickly. I would actually quite like to be involved. What can I do to help? And so we went from there. Um, and she, she very much got her own back a few a few months or years later when I, I actually saw a job on the uh, advertised on the website and applied for it. And she said, no. So there you go. What goes around comes around. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, it was very much um, Eve's idea, and we started off with a small group of us. I think I was the second intake, actually. There were a few there before me, um, about 10 or 15. Um, and then, yeah, we, we kind of grew, and then they took on a lad called Kevin um, to manage the ambassadors. And, and uh, yeah, he grew the team from that 20 to about 60 or so at the time, I think it was. Wow, so you were really among one of the first um, to 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 join that kind of program. How did he, how did Eva know who you were? Uh, the, the community was a lot smaller back then. And, um, you know, she used to hang around in it and keep an eye on things. And uh, because the community was still fairly small in 2010, you could, you came across the same people a lot. So, you know, you'd be, I don't know, looking at someone's profile and you'd see a comment from Dan or someone who I mentioned earlier or maybe yourself or I'd see some and maybe one of the Wattpad staff had left a comment there or something. You, you kept coming across the same people. Um, that's, that's how small the community was. So I think she worked out who she wanted to kind of talk to and, and perhaps invite in to kind of form this fledgling group and then off they went from there. So you applied for a Wattpad, a job on the Wattpad website. <laughs> Yeah, there was, um, I can't remember what it was now. I think it was um, something like a, I think maybe a support role or something like that, a bit a bit like the support team do now, you know, just kind of helping people and making sure that they know where things are and that sort of thing. They do a great job, you know, support and trust and safety do. Um, but at the time, that team was still kind of very small. And I said, oh, I could do that if you don't mind people working remote. And she said, no, no, that's not, not, 
suited to you. And a, a couple of months later, she came back and said, are you serious about working for us? I said, well, yeah, I am. And at the time, I wasn't particularly enjoying my job in um, in engineering consultancy. So um, we started talking. And uh, yeah, I I then ended up working kind of one day a week for them, which was great as a sort of uh, paid science fiction geek, I guess, which is uh, a title I very much like to have on my business card. But um, there we go. <laughs> so that was um so your part-time uh, had you had you quit your engineering consultancy work at that point no i was still doing four days a week for them um so i I'd, I'd do yeah monday to thursday for them and then do friday uh, working uh, for wattpad and that carried on for two years and then in 2014 um i got a uh, i got an email uh, one weekend from alan actually um and i happened to be at my my cousin's, my cousin's lad's um, christening, I think it was. My phone buzzed, an email popped in, and I didn't stop smiling all day. Um, and yeah, I went full time. Which so, was... isn't there a legendary story here of involving some something to do with travel or France? Oh, yeah, that was the, um, the my interview was something special. Um, <laughs> They wanted to talk to me. This was for the, for the part-time role. Um, and as I said, I, I wasn't having much fun, if I'm honest, at the engineering consultancy. there was It was quite a stressful job. And my the two guys above me had just retired. So I'd suddenly found myself in charge of a small team, which was great. I mean, my team were brilliant and they still are. I'm still in contact with them and they're, they're great people. But, you know, it, was, it wasn't something I was ready for. Um, and so, yeah, I wasn't particularly happy at the time. And... Uh, they threw me a lifeline and then yeah, Ava sent a note and said, look, we're, we're in France next weekend. Come out and join us and have a chat, have breakfast. I said, yeah, of course. Cause it's just down the road. You know, <laughs> I, I can just pop on the train, you know, it's fine. You should, no, no, should stop being a fool. Should we're paying? We'll sort it out. You get to us, join us for breakfast. So wow. I think it was, I think it was an Easter weekend actually. And I said to my wife, look, this has happened. What do you think? And she called me a bloody fool and told me to get on with it. And then <laughs> off I went. So I joined them on Sunday morning in Paris for breakfast. Um, wow. Which was amazing. And um, yeah, then at about midday, I suddenly realized my flight was about <laughs> in about an hour's time. So I, I found myself running barefoot through Paris <laughs> because my so-called wonderful um, sandals that I'd bought for walking gave me hellish blisters. Um, so I, I literally ended up running barefoot foot through Paris trying to find the right train. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a, and then I had to get from there across Exeter where we live, and then down to Cornwall where the rest of the family had gone down to meet them. So I did um, Paris to Penzance in one day. So there you go. Wow, that's amazing! What a great story that is. But that th- at that point then you were in, uh, and you and that was that. See, Wattpad have always been really really thorough on who they bring in. Um, when I when I was interviewing with them, very similar thing. Uh, hey Tim, we'd like to fly fly you in uh, for days of for a full day of interviews, and I was like, but I've done I've done two phone interviews <laughs> and two Skype yeah. interviews. Like what what left? To, and they're like, oh no, we want want you in for your days interviews, a whole a whole day of interviews. And uh, I was living they in. They do not muck uh, about. They, they do not <laughs> Uh, I was living in Saskatchewan in in Regina at the time, and so it was a it was a 
5 a.m. flight out and I was still working I was still working so I had to do that horrible thing where you lie to your <laughs> you have to you lie to your employer and I remember being at the and I worked uh, for the university doing similar to you I was a donor officer which meant I led all sponsorships um for the university and, and donations specifically for the university for their sports teams and I was like well look I'm no one's going to see me it's a 5 a.m. flight who was on the 5 a.m. flight? Uh, our entire track and field team, the coaches, uh, all of the people <laughs> that I wanted to avoid. And um, I was Most like, exactly. But but it but they, but what that's something that Wattpad has always carried on with. They've always been very very thorough um, in interviewing, which I think is really 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 important. Um, and it and it speaks to it's helped grow the culture. Like you and I both came from places that I think had a little bit of a difficult culture. It's fair to say that at your former place, you felt like that maybe the overarching culture was, wasn't, wasn't for you. No, I mean, it, it was, it was horribly male dominated for a start. I mean, you know, I, I like blokes. I am one, but when, a, when a, a company gets, I don't know, too dominated by men, it, it just, it's, it's a very, how do I put this? It's just very ego driven sometimes. And I, I didn't enjoy it and it wasn't me. And I, I you know, it was very combative and yeah, it, it wasn't relaxing. It wasn't. And the thing is, geology is such a great subject and it is a fantastic subject. It's fascinating as is engineering. You know, just, you just see the things that we have built over the centuries and you can only marvel at some of them. And yet being in that industry now, it, to me, it just wasn't fun. I know other people enjoy it. That's great. I didn't. Um, certainly not at the end. I mean, there were, I think in my earlier years, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I love getting the phone would go and someone would go, Gav, this has fallen down. Can you come and have a look? And you'd get out to site. You'd have a look at it. You'd work out what went wrong and you'd help them put it right. I love that because you're actually, you're actually putting something back and you're making it how it should be. But then I went into a more of a management role. Um, uh, yeah, I, it just lost the fun for me. But uh, that's just me, you know. I, I, it's it's still a great career to go into, and it's still an interesting field. But uh, I do prefer what I do now. <laughs> and and you kind of went from doing this, doing management, um, consultancy, and then into was you you were doing were you doing content um, management at this point at Wattpad? Yeah, I, I started off um, initially doing a kind of outreach role. Uh, I think my original title was um, evangelist, actually. Uh, and I was I was reaching out to people and saying, look, have you seen this? It's kind of cool. Um, and we were particularly looking at kind of sci-fi writers and horror and that sort of thing, which tended to be the more kind of, well, the less popular ones, because it was very much fan fiction, romance, and that, that which is great. I know all great genres, but we were trying to encourage a more balanced um side to it in some ways and even non-fiction as well you know because we, we do like a bit of non-fiction but, but uh, then they asked me to kind of pivot again uh, and and they said look we need someone to take on the featured list are you up for it and so I said yeah okay so I, I kind of picked that up dusted it down and we we went then um, to sort that out and I think we went from I don't know 200 odd titles up to about seven or 800 um, fairly quickly which was which was great fun um, so it involved a lot of reading, spotting great stories. Um, and yeah, I, I picked up some interesting ones. I'm quite proud of the ones I did pick up, but it was it was good fun. 
You have. And talk us through some of the people that ended up on Gavin Wilson's featured list. <laughs> um, well, I, I think uh, Vic James was one. Um, I think I spotted uh, Slade Days as it was, um, which then became um, the Gilded Cage. That's right. Uh, I and believe I picked up Taron Farrow. Um, this with, is when um, this is when Taron was probably like, backpacking through Australia. <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny how multiple stories have intersected here. And I believe I picked up a young um, a young author living in Saskatchewan as well. Um, something <laughs> that was me for the listeners. <laughs> um, yes, you did, and I, and I remember that moment very very clearly. Uh, it is a magical moment. It, it's sort of like how you describe winning that 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 prize when you first entered. Um, it was a truly magical moment. It, I felt like the Wattpad, you know, the Wattpad gods had seen me and were reaching down and saying, like, this is your, we're giving you a chance, we're putting you on the feature list, and we believe in you. And uh, Gavin and I had some back and forth, um, and what we decided, what Gavin said, look, you've got a kind of a window, uh, when would you like to for your story to take its place on the featured list? And I thought, okay, the best time to do it is when I can actually mark this story completed. I've been uploading it and posting it um, for four or five months at that point. And everyone was kind of on the journey with me. The story was surging and, and doing so well. Um, and I thought that would be the best time for it. So when that when the book finished um, and I uploaded the last chapter, and this is my story, Katandar, The Discovery on Wattpad. It's a, a book, a fantasy kind of action story with um, featuring a young female that gets lost in a world of, of warrior-like cats it will make sense if you read it, I promise. <laughs> and um, and it I, went I read bananas. It, and I, it went I read bananas. Yeah. yeah. I read Mother's Hand as well. I enjoyed that oh, one. Oh, thank um, you, Gav. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, that, that's it's going to be finished. That's gonna, It's going to be finished this year. Um, but the, the feeling, say. the feeling of getting featured and seeing yourself on that Wattpad homepage. And then, yeah, you get the, the attention that the story got was insane it went to number one and that was for me the the thing um being at, at that point we had dual categories so you could kind of be like a, you were joint you were number one in fantasy and action so i had i had yeah. that kind of like for a very long time and then i was number one in a proper category which was action and that <laughs> just felt amazing like it was the biggest kind of achievement of my of my Wattpad life so far and gave me so much confidence and belief that yeah this is something I'm meant to be doing this it's okay to be spending these hundreds of hours trying to trying to um pouring all this energy into into this writing because I'm because I'm seeing a little bit of success here so thank you for that that's great oh my pleasure is it's um I must admit it was a part of the job I lo really love because uh, every time I featured someone, you just got a nice big smile and a thank you. And it was, yeah, it was nice. It was uh, it was an enjoyable job. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And and then after that, you went and uh, were asked to manage the ambassadors. Is that how it went? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, because, uh, yeah, I, I was doing featured list. And by then, I think by then I was doing it with um, a few others, I think, uh, it was Zoe initially, and then I ended up working with um, Alexander and Sam and Jen and a few others, and we were all kind of chucking stuff in there, which was great. Uh, but then, yeah, Kevin, who's my predecessor, who I who I still see regularly, he's a good guy. Uh, he he decided to move on, and um, he went to another job. Um, 
and Alan said, well, what do we do with this? And he just pointed at me. He said, he'll do it. And that that's kind of how it happened. And I then went full circle. Um, so, yeah, from being an ambassador to managing them. And uh, I've been doing that now for, oh, crikey, it's heading on towards five years. Um, and it's been it's been quite a journey. And, I, uh, yeah, I'm a very lucky guy. I, I enjoy what I do. So for anyone that's listening to this that doesn't know what a Wattpad ambassador is, even though we've been talking about them for the last 28 minutes, would you please uh, tell the audience about the ambassadors? I know we have a lot of um, young writers uh, listening or or not necessarily young. uh, And I mean that in the sense of younger in their writing career, because you can start writing at any point. Uh, And we also have a number of Wattpadders listening. So tell them uh, what a Wattpad ambassador is. Um, Essence, uh, what Pad Ambassador is a volunteer. Um, they are a group of users who volunteer their time to help support the Wattpad community. Um, there's various different roles on the team, um, but a lot of it, it really is, is just helping people. So they, people ask questions, they can tell them um, where they can find relevant pages on the help desk, or they can just kind of give them advice about where to find someone to design a cover for them, uh, help them navigate the forums, uh, all sorts of different stuff. Uh, and, you know, we, the team are entirely global, so they are utterly representative of the Wattpad community. They, I think currently the team between them cover something like 70 countries and 75 languages so if someone says i only speak romanian help we can say here's the romanian team they'll help you and off we go so yeah they are there to help anyone who needs help and uh on in in my role i work with the brand solutions team brand partnerships uh this means that we run writing contests that we've worked with a brand to bring that writing contest to life and and it is amazing it is amazing having the ambassadors care for um, a writing contest. So say, for example, we're working with someone like Dove or a big P&G brand or McDonald's and, and they have uh, their writing contest where they want to offer up a prize for a great story. And the ambassadors are just they just bring it to life and they help the community so much. So people are like, um, I don't understand, like. What exactly did the other rules and guidelines, what did this mean? The ambassadors are there, they're on it. Um, so I know it, it makes, it just makes, it's something really special that I don't think other um, social platforms necessarily have in which we have a part of our user base who's grown up like us on the platform that understands it deeply and knows what people want. People want to like write and they want to see recognition for their writing and they help smooth everything out and they help answer things in a way that other writers get it. It's all like kind of in the community language, the way that everyone makes sense. And they do this in, like you said, a bunch of different languages around the world. It's, it's an amazing thing. How What number are we at? How many people do we have at the moment? Uh, we're currently around 705. Wow. So it's grown, <laughs> that has grown massively. It's grown yeah, massively. Go on, Gav. Tell me about. Tell me more. Talk, please, please go. Please go. I, I know okay, you've uh, got more to well, say. Oh, I, I, you know me. I talk talk for England, but um, yeah, we've we've grown the team from yeah, around about sixty five when Kevin handed it to me, and we we're now at just over seven hundred. We just finished some training. Um, this is the biggest batch of training we had. We trained up one hundred and ninety this time, um, which was exhausting, wow. <laughs> but great fun, and. Uh, 
you know, it's it's like I said, I get a buzz when I go to the office, but I also get a buzz when I do the training because you get all these wonderfully positive people enthusiastically joining in on something and saying, right, what do we do now? Now what do we do? This is great. What do we do now? And it's fantastic. You know, I, I, I love, I love it. I love what I do, like I said, but I kind of feed off the positivity of, of the ambassadors and the Wattpad community. And it's almost like a kind of self-perpetuating loop. You know, the more, the bigger the community gets and the more positive interactions they have, the more positive interactions they give out. And so as long as we keep feeding that, then it'll carry on. And yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. And, and Eva's original idea is now huge. And that's down to the Wattpad community. It's, it's a glorious thing. And so what do, tell me more about um, what does the future hold? What's next? <laughs> um, well, I, I would like to see a thousand, if I'm honest. I would love to see that just, just because it's, it's a great number. Uh, but we, we continue to grow. You know, Wattpad is continuing to grow. When I first joined the Ambassadors, a lot of what they did was around kind of content, and uh, particularly around the forums and the forums of where I started kind of my own journey, if you like. But over the years, we've added more and more roles. So we look at content, we run profiles, we have contests. Uh, we still keep an eye on the forums, of course. Um, we've got a team who uh, do data. They work very closely with the data team at Wattpad HQ, helping to teach uh, machine learning to the machine. Um, and then we've got the outreach team who now do what I used to do. Uh, so we've got a whole team of people saying, hi, welcome. Here's a little message. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've we've grown that. So now other Tims are getting messages from other Gavins saying, hello, welcome to Wattpad. And that's how it should be. You know, we, we need to keep growing that sense of, of community and growing the team. And we'll, we'll, we will, you know, and, and the more people we have, the better we are at keeping that community going and positive and happy people produce more so they produce more stories which means then we have more people reading the more people we have reading the more people we have joining Wattpad the more people we have joining Wattpad the more ambassadors we get and off it goes and it's it's yeah it just keeps feeding itself and we, we just have to keep kind of dropping in a bit of food occasionally kind of top up the water and keep going and it's yeah it's 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 great what people often don't realize is the div the diverse skill set that we have in the Wattpad community. I still think out there, there is this sort of impression that Wattpad is a place for young teen females reading and writing fan fiction about their, their favorite band. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. We definitely don't want to say, it. in fact, it's great. It's fantastic. And there's been some amazing, amazing articles around how this is so important for developing parts of your personality and, and in fact, I should do a completely separate podcast just on that because it is great and really important. Absolutely. But Absolutely. there is so much more to Wattpad on that. And I'd love if you could speak to some of the great talent that you have on the Ambassadors team. I know we've had people that have helped create our scoring rubrics um, and, yeah. and so much more. Well, I mentioned the scoring rubric. That was Bruce. Um, Bruce is a lecturer at university who teaches... Um, uh, writing effect uh, the man is very clever um, he I, I must admit I'm not, I, I can't remember his exact age but he's um he's, he's around about my age put it that way um, and within the team we have people who are 18 we have people who I 
think Michael was in his 70s. Um, um, and he's a very knowledgeable man. Uh, he used to uh, run his own wine import business. So if you ever need a wine recommendation, I'll, I'll connect you up with Michael. Um, <laughs> we have people who um who write poetry we have people who write romance we have people who write sci-fi some of the ambassadors are stars some of them are published um some of them are published in different languages of course as well uh we have people who are lawyers teachers grandmas um mums dads we have people who uh, are in nursing we have people who build houses you name it they are in there somewhere the diverse skill sets within that team are matched only by the diverse places they live you know we've got people in the philippines indonesia um thailand right across um kind of russia into europe down into africa across into canada and the kind of southern uh, united states and then of course down into the south america as well we've got people who live on islands uh, we've got I don't, I don't think we've got anyone in orbit yet, but I'm working on that one. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, really, really cool. Um, like, I kind of, I kind of interested about a couple of things. Like, firstly, I want to switch gears a little bit and and talk about your writing as well. Because have you got, have you set any writing goals this year? Um, what's what's the latest with Gav's writing? Well, weirdly. Um, because I wasn't traveling this weekend, I had a bit of free time. Um, and I've been toying with an idea for quite a while about a fantasy story. Uh, fantasy, fantasy, sci-fi and kind of dark fantasy have always been my my loves. I mean, I from about the age of six up until my early 30s, I was still reading two books a week. Uh, and I love sci-fi fantasy and that sort of stuff. And I think all the stuff I've ever read is kind of leaking back out again uh, in some ways. And... Yeah, I've got an idea for a, for a longer story. Um, you know, I tend to write short content, but I've I've got an idea for a novel. And over the weekend, I I knocked out about ten thousand words, which kind of surprised me. Wow. Um, it kind of delighted me as well because I'm thinking, yeah, cool, I still got it. This is great. Um, so yeah, I I sat down and I started writing, and um, I really enjoyed it. And it's the first time I've written that much for a very long time. Um, and yeah. It was it was a nice place to be because, you know, before I think the reason I wrote short content is pretty because I got a very short attention span um, and I tended to kind of whack a story out and think, oh, right, I'm going to lawn now. And then, you know, that, that was just how my life worked. And I, I also had young children when I first started writing as well. Um, they're all a bit older now, um, which is great. And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to make time again, um, which is always interesting given what i do um but uh yeah i i'm enjoying it and it's it's nice to see some words flowing onto the page again i i i, I did have a good weekend that is an epic weekend Ten thousand words is amazing <laughs> that's like beth Riekel's level of output uh, are you are you are you a plotter or a discovery writer or, or a pantser i think i'm a bit of a mongrel mix of all of them if i'm honest <laughs> i kind of Every now and again, I'll I'll get an idea, particularly short stories. It's perhaps a bit easier on the planning sometimes. And I will literally just go bang and I'll just throw a story onto the page and then I'll spend a bit of time faffing around, tidying it up and so on. But uh, what I tend to do is have an idea and then I'll mull it over for and sometimes for years, but just kind of add bits to it. And I tend to plot out a kind of skeleton 
So I know where it'll start. I know where the main storyline's going and I'll know where it'll end. And then I've just got to kind of, kind of add the muscle and the skin and the sinew and build up a proper kind of full story. Um, but yeah, it, it tends to evolve as it goes as well. Um, so yeah, ideas will occur and then I'll feed something back in the start. And yeah, I, I don't think I'm classically uh, trained <laughs> in that uh, I know a lot of people really do plan everything and they have great storyboards and uh, kind of stick it notes all over the room. And I, I think that's wonderful. And I, I admire anyone who can do that. I, I think it, and it's, it's fascinating to watch as well. Me? No, I, I think my brain's a bit more erratic than that. And because uh, I, mean, how do you do it? Do, do you, do you kind of plan it or? Uh, I'm a, I'm a planner. Uh, I like to just have the the arc of the story will hit me like it'll hit me straight. The whole thing will sort of hit me as a as a as a big idea. I'll I'll get super excited about it. Won't be able to stop thinking about it, and I'll scroll out the how I want the story to go or how I, I'm seeing this story, and and then I'll try and break it down into what ha- what are the big beats of the story, and then I'll yeah. break those out down into chapters, and then it's it's trying for me then the game is just trying to prioritize that bum in chair time and and just going um and that's probably the biggest thing that i've changed in the last six months is is changing my whole day so that i make sure i have time to write um and i I write on the if people anyone that doesn't follow me on instagram (laughs) you might have seen this is that i write on the elliptical uh, or the cross trainer, as they call it in the UK, in the morning. So it has little clips that you can put your laptop on, and, and, I, and I write. I've got co- I've got a coffee sometimes. I've got music oh, blasting, and I I just kind of go into the zone. And sometimes I'll pick up my laptop, and, it, and I've been writing for an hour and a half. My legs are aching, um, but I wake up at five in the morning to get this done. So that's yeah. that's I've moved my whole day forward so that I know that it's done so that I don't have to check my watch or anything. I can just kind of go into that state because I know I've got at least three hours before I need to start walking to work. It's an um, amazing way to write, Tim. I, I think I've seen your Instagram and thought, how the, how the heck do you write and jog at the same time? To be honest, I don't even run for the bus. So that's, that's just not, not something to me, but. Everyone has been asking me this. So I obviously need to do some kind of video of just, show, it, it, it works. <laughs> I promise you it works. I Do you make many you spelling works. mistakes while running, or is it? Is it... <laughs> it's. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure because the elliptical is pretty smooth, and I'm and I'm going at quite a slow pace. Course, it's yeah. all. It's it's it, it works. Um, are you? But you. I don't have a family though. That's the thing, Gavin. You've got four kids, dog, wife, the whole yep. shebang. Um, yep. Does that that must make it much harder in terms of time? Or is that just an excuse? Do you think it's still possible? It's still possible. I mean, you, you know, you, I know a lot of people who have children, particularly young children, who, who still carve out that time to write. And it depends, it depends what else is going on in your life as well. I mean, it depends maybe how serious you take it or what priority you give it as well. I mean, you know, I, I, I walk the dog. That's my, that's my meditation if you like. And I, I can quite often think through a story idea while I'm walking the dog. So even though I'm not getting it written down, at least I've, I've thought about it. Um, and, and you get occasion, occasionally interrupted by the old bag of poo, which is, <laughs> has the bone in a dog, but uh, it's, yeah, it, 
it, it gives you space to think. Uh, and it's quite a good way to actually just put the phone in your pocket, not look at emails or texts or anything else, and just have that kind of hour or so just to drift off on your own uh, kind of ideas. And, and the dog just tows you along happily. And yeah, it, it's it's a nice way to do it. Uh, when the kids were really young, yeah, that, that, was, that was more tricky. And that's perhaps why I wrote more short form content. Because then I could carve out 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, and, and just kind of get it done. But, uh, yeah, if you're serious about it, I think you you make the time, you find the time, and maybe you prioritise your writing perhaps over other hobbies you might want to do. I don't know. But uh, everyone finds a way, I think. I've got a couple um, final questions here, Gav. I guess the first one is I'd love to know what your advice is for um, people just joining Wattpad. Give yourself permission to write badly. It, everyone starts somewhere. It doesn't matter whether you're Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, or some random bold English guy or whatever. Everyone starts somewhere. And you have to just give yourself permission to not be Stephen King straight off the bat or whoever your particular favorite writer is. Just go for it. Just get an idea down. Just start talking to people. Learn stuff. Look at books you love and see how they do it learn from other people but don't be afraid because the worst that can happen is you put an idea on the page and that's a wonderful thing so yeah just just give yourself permission to start what happens after that who knows but at least you've done it at least you've tried and you know we i've seen i've seen some amazing stories on on wattpad who when they first do it you think oh yeah you need a bit of work on the spelling but a year later, they're still going and they've corrected the spelling. They've learned how to structure a sentence and they're flying. All the star writers we've got, all the um, people in the paid stories program, everyone who's successful on Wattpad started with one sentence. You've just got to get that sentence out of your head and onto the screen. I 100% agree. And I think the way that you've put that is absolutely beautiful. Um so creating a novel writing a novel is a complicated problem to solve even a short story is a complicated problem to solve you might not do it at your first attempt and that is fine that's fine it, it takes a while and keep at it because if you're creative it's like what you were saying gav you felt like that thing was missing and then when you started to do the thing everything kind of fell into place and and you started to feel whole in a way and i think that is the huge thing about being a writer is that you have that creative itch and desire. You've got to scratch it. You've got to create something, um, make your world, fill it with characters and, and take your readers on the journey. That's what people want to be. Uh, that's what readers want. They want to be taken on a journey. So it's up to you to do it. Um, I think I think that's uh, just wonderful. Anything anything else to add, Gav, for the end of the show? Um, well, thank you for having me. Uh, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm honoured and privileged, and it's it's always nice to talk to a fellow English guy as well. Um, but uh, no, I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I Wattpad has very much changed my life uh, for the better in so many ways. Um, I get to come to work every day. I've made, you know, just walk across the landing because it's in the office at home, but uh, I I start work with a smile every day, and that that is unusual for anyone in any career and I get to talk to a wonderful bunch of people the ambassadors every single day and they 
every day they surprise me. They they teach me something new. And I think any day in which you learn something new is never a bad thing. And I get to hobnob with people from so many different countries and cultures and it's just it's just fabulous. And and that's just the ambassadors. Then you've got all the Wattpad users as well. And the diversity of knowledge and interest in the Wattpad community is just astounding. And I, I love it. Amazing. And Gavin, um, who should we have on the show next? Oh, that's a tricky one. I'm well you've 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 already had Vic and and Taryn, um, so that's that's a great start. And you've I, have, I, ha- I haven't had Vic James yet. I think I'm going to do oh. it in person with her once I'm in England. In that case, yes, definitely Vic. Um, and for some reason, Lizzie Siebert's just popped into my head because I met her in um, New York a couple of years ago, and she's a lovely lady. So there you go. There's another name. Fantastic. Um, Gavin, thank you so much for being on the show. You've played such a large part in my story uh, and helping launch multiple other authors who've gone on to become New York Times bestsellers and Sunday Times bestsellers. Um, Your positivity and uh, fantastic insights are always welcome and it was absolutely fantastic having you on this and I'll look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Thank you. Entirely my pleasure and thank you for your time, Tim. Thoroughly enjoyed it.